This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello, friends. How are you guys doing? My name is Dara and this is Dear Hallmark. This is my space where I can give you my thoughts and gush and really just talk about everything that's happening with our brothers and sisters over at the Hallmark Channel, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, now Hallmark Mahogany, but also Great American Family and Up TV. With that being said, we have a packed show for this episode, so I'm, I'm not going to fluff it up. We're just going to get right to it. Some news for you guys. So the October lineup has been released since we've last spoken by Entertainment Tonight, which is always the source to drop, you know, the the lineups for the month and stuff like that. I'm wondering if they're going to do the Christmas season as well. I'm curious. And we're getting another mystery. So we're getting one the end of this month starring Mallory Jansen called Francesca Quinn P.I. But we will be getting another one starring Rhiannon Fish and Hunter King. If you don't remember, Hunter King played our leading lady in the summer movie. It was actually the uh, movie to kick off Summer Nights, Hidden Gems. So the premise is that these two are playing sisters and they inherit they inherit a detective agency. I just think that that is so quirky and fun. And I could, without even looking at it, I feel like they would have good chemistry. And someone sent me a video that they did. Guys, I have high, the highest of hopes for this mystery. I think it's going to be fun. I'm I'm feeling like picture perfect mystery vibes because picture perfect mystery was fun to me. And so I feel like we're going to have some fun with this one. And I am greatly looking forward to it. Also in October, we are getting Tamara's Hallmark movie. Finally, I've been wondering what the heck, when the heck, where the heck, because I knew she filmed this like ages ago. Well, it was originally titled A Girlfriend's Summer Getaway because that's what she was hashtagging as she was filming it. But because it's being aired during the Fall Into Love lineup, they have since since changed the name to girlfriendship yeah girlfriendship um but know that we're getting a summer movie and this movie comes out october 1st which is my birthday weekend my birthday is october 3rd so it's that monday i'm really excited to watch this and funny enough her book tamara um, just announced that she is releasing a memoir uh called uh, you should have a seat for this or you should sit down for this and that will be released on Tuesday. So she is going to have a double punch of a weekend. And I can't wait. Next, Great American Family announced that, y'all, okay, two of their Christmas movies. One, Candace Cameron Barrett. She is currently filming her new Christmas movie. And this will be the first um, Christmas movie from Candy. I think it's called Candy Cane Productions or something like that. Candy Cam or something. Candy Camera. I don't know. But in any event, she's filming her first Great American Family movie. And it's a Christmas movie that'll be airing in November. 
hint hint i think it's going to be the thanksgiving movie or the movie that will air during thanksgiving weekend but and here's the one that kind of takes the cake for me they announced another great american family movie i forget the name of it i didn't write it down but guess who it stars it stars paul green who this will be his first great american family movie jessica lounds and gladys knight what and you want to know how gladys got attached to this project it's because of the executive producer suzanne de passe this woman suzanne de passe i believe is actually how it's pronounced this woman is a legend in the entertainment game let me tell you and she has a connection to tamara funny enough because suzanne de passe is responsible for the the thought the innovation of the show that it she brought you sister sister you guys it's because of Suzanne DePoss that we had Sister Sister and Smart Guy and The Temptations movie and The Jacksons movie. Oh, gosh, this woman is a legend. And now that I know that she's EPing this. Oh, listen, this is this is definitely the Great American Family Christmas movie that I am looking forward to the most. Originally, it was the Merritt Patterson and Daniel Lissing one. Now it's this one. And I think Paul Green put up or Jessica actually put up on her Instagram a little clip of her and Paul. Paul's playing the guitar and she's singing. She has such a beautiful voice. She really does. In other made-for-TV news, Trevor Donovan is on Dancing with the Stars. So if you are someone who watches and engages with that show... That's going to be your jam, your jelly, and your Devonshire cream, yeah? And lastly, Lacey Chabert announced that she is releasing her own clothing line with HSN. So if you are a, an avid Lacey fan, that's going to be your jam, your jelly, and your Devonshire cream. So that's all the news that I have for you in Made for TV Movie Land. What we're going to do is take a break, and I am going to come back with reviews for you for Mary Go Round and to her with love. So stay tuned. Welcome back, friends. Mary Go Round stars Amanda Shule and Brennan Elliott as Abby and Luke. And we also get a supporting role from Zach Santiago from Sign Seal Delivered, who plays Edward. Now, I know I, d I still haven't watched Sign Seal Delivered, you guys, but I know that he's there because I remember him being at Rama Drama. So now that this is my first time seeing what he can bring, I'm excited to get into that. I, I promise you it's coming. The reviews for SSD are coming. So here's the premise. Abby, she's this boss kind of like VP of marketing or EVP of marketing or something for a coffee company. And she's preparing for her wedding in Paris to Edward, who is Zach Santiago's character. And so in betwixt her getting ready and you know her assistant running down the things she finds that she's still married to an old beau cuban and elliot's character luke so she has to go back to her hometown appear in court sign a document and then all will be forgotten however when she gets there to sign the document luke is like 
And so she's like, what? And he leaves not signing it. It's not signing it. He says he needs some more time. And so she's there for maybe a weekend, like a few days. And over the course of the few days, some information comes out and she's left with a decision. Does she move forward with her marriage to Edward or does she keep the marriage with Luke? And y'all, this movie. Okay, let me first start off by saying three crowns. Amanda Shul is becoming one of my hallmark favorites. I already appreciated her as an actress, and I was introduced to her in one of my favorite shows of life, Suits. She plays a boss in Suits. She is a lawyer, and we see her rise through the ranks throughout the nine seasons of that show. Like, she was a regular on Suits. She played Katrina Bennett. The fashions, her, like, again. And it's funny because we saw a little bit of that Suits energy come out in Abby when there was a scene where the clients first of all these clients that Luke had are a bunch of bums but these clients are trying to pull one over on Luke and Abby um acts as his lawyer and that's where that suits energy comes in I was like okay Katrina Bennett that made an appearance okay <laughs> But I, I love Amanda Shul. She can do no wrong in my eyes. She was amazing in One Summer. Amazing in Project Christmas Wish. I'm trying to think, have I seen her in another? I don't think I've seen her in another Hallmark movie yet. So I think I've seen her in three so far. But I'm I'm going to see. I'm going to go through the catalog and see if Hallmark Movies Now has any of her other ones. If she's done any other ones. Um, but can we talk about her opening scene where she is just strutting through that office and oh, that's one of my aside from narrating opening montages I love a good opening strut scene an intro strut scene into an office with your business a power suit on your heels your empty to go cup of coffee and your ponytail just kind of swinging in the wind or your fro depending on you know what I'm saying how your hair chooses to to be that day I love it and that whole like five minutes, I was I was here for it. And I was like, yes, this is what I want. I want more of this. I want to see more of my leading ladies like this. However, getting into the conflict of her still being married with Luke, even when I saw the premise of this movie, like before even watching it, I and I'm sure other people thought this too. We instantly thought Autumn Dreams with Colin Egglesfield and Joe Wagner. And so I'm curious, I was curious how they were going to make this different than Autumn Dreams. And what I can say is that because of her um, fiance, like her present fiance, Edward, being played by Zach Santiago, who was beloved within the Hallmark universe on SSD, I feel like they included him more than the fiance was included in Autumn Dreams. And one th- another difference is that in Autumn Dreams, she goes from this kind of small Midwestern farm to the big concrete jungle of New York City. Whereas in uh, Merry Go Round, she goes from, I think she's in Seattle. So she goes from Seattle back to her hometown. So it's kind of like the reverse where she goes back to the hometown and spends time with the dude. Whether as an autumn dream, she goes to the city and spends time with the dude. Um, 
this just I felt awkward this this premise how they chose to treat I just felt uncomfortable oddly I was rooting for Edward the whole time I don't I and I know I wasn't supposed to I know I was supposed to root for Luke but I was rooting for Edward because he was such a stand-up guy and even to the point like he was just such a good guy that it hurt me to see him being done like that and she when she gave him the ring back oh just put the knife in my stomach harder like ooh, man um so that that made me incredibly uncomfortable cue the mom as well we knew the mom was hiding something because she was a little bit too excited for this parisian wedding um and i i didn't like that that was the reason because or that was the reason that luke didn't marry her was because she told him not to and so out of respect for her he left it reminded me of christmas and harmony because that's exactly why, although they weren't married, the leading man and leading lady, the leading man left because the dad told him, you're going to just mess up my daughter's life. So don't even, which is in, in essence what the mom said to, to Luke. She said, you're going to mess up my daughter's life. She's going to Princeton. Get, get out of her life. And so that reminded me of Christmas in Harmony once I first heard that. But. You can see Abby's world being rocked in that moment because she's like, everything that I thought was a farce. It's false. He didn't leave me because he didn't love me or because he's a jerk. He left me because of you. And that led me to think like, this is something that should have been on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. I don't think it should have been on Hallmark Channel. I think the there was too much drama for my mama. Not literally, but figuratively. <laughs> I felt like this was too weighty of a subject matter for Hallmark Channel. And I know we're new Hallmark, whatever. I just, I'm in this space, especially because we're getting into, we're about to get into the Christmas season. You know, they're about to bring us 12 or 14 gnarly Christmas movies from Hallmark Movies and Mysteries that are going to be emotionally taxing as crap. And so I just needed something a little bit hearted and this was not it <laughs> this was not it I said okay this is a little bit more sad a little bit more somber maybe that's the word I'm looking for a little bit more melancholic than what I expected from my Hallmark Channel movie but can I tell you I felt Abby's annoyance in the courtroom when she was wondering why Luke wasn't signing the papers and Oh, man, when they were dancing and Edward popped back up. Woof. You know what? When they had that conversation on the bench, Edward and Abby, and she gave him the ring. It was at this moment I said, and now we have the sequel. Have Edward. He doesn't go to Paris. He stays in Seattle. And we see him move on with someone else. But when he talks about his past relationship, we already know what the deal was because we saw Mary go around. Let's let's get to it. I need that sequel. I need to see Zach Santiago as that leading man. I just need to. But um I was very I was also taken aback that the ending scene wasn't a wedding but a proposal. 
I just thought that was interesting because it, it was called merry-go-round. So I thought we would get a marriage or a wedding at the end. But all in all, yeah, this movie is Three Crowns. Um, and what did you think? Am I too deep? Like, talk to me. Talk to me. You already know you can leave a voice message. There's a link in the show notes. So holler at your girl. And with that, we're going to take a micro break. And we're going to talk about a movie that I think should have been on the Hallmark Channel instead of Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. (laughs) And that is To Her With Love. So stay tuned. Hey y'all so firstly before we get into her with love i hope you guys enjoyed the interview i did with charnel young from hallmark mahogany i had an incredibly fun time talking with her um and i just hope you guys learned a lot and got to hear and get more insight into the hallmark mahogany brand and line and with that to Her With Love, starring Sky P. Marshall and Tobias Trevelyan, is the second movie from the Hallmark Mahogany franchise. And it is an homage, if you will, to the classic Sidney Poitier movie, To Sir With Love, which they also make a nod to in the movie, which I thought was cute. But the premise of this is that um, I for- I'm just going to call them Sky and Tobias at this point. So Sky. She's a teacher at a prep school and they're cutting their arts department. And so the principal is like, if there's an opening, I'll keep you in mind. So she goes back home and her mom's like, listen, I know you need a job. I got you an interview at your old high school. And she's like, Ma. but she ends up getting the job running the arts department. And we follow her as she teaches the specific group of kids. Um, and they it's the same thing that's happening there i'm sorry in the at the prep school they weren't cutting the arts department the art teacher was coming back from sick leave that's what was happening at this school there the resources are low and the school board is fitting to cut the art department and so they're trying to do things to raise money they have an art showcase um and shanice eve shanice we're gonna get to that her, one of her famous friends even thinks about like hosting the showcase, things like that. It's it's a whole thing. And then throughout the process, Sky and Tobias become closer together and they learn about each other and such is the movie. Um, I really I enjoyed this movie. This movie was way more lighthearted than Merry Go Round, and I found myself smiling. It was a charming movie. I don't think it needed to be on art on um on arts and history, on uh movies and mysteries especially with the way that hallmark channel has been handling their movies this could have been a hallmark channel movie and merry-go-round should have been on uh movies and mysteries um but this movie was was darling sky we need her in the hallmark cinematic universe we need her she was the leading lady of leading ladies with she was giving you dynamics she was giving you facial expressions she was giving you fashion she was giving you friendship i wanted to be her friend after watching this this was yet another movie where i didn't care about the dude (laughs) i cared about her more and I'm just like, so okay, two out of two, the dudes ain't dooting it. Like, they're not doing it for me. 
not in the sense that they can't act or whatever, but it's like, I didn't care. You know what I mean? And I am familiar with Tobias Trevelyan. He was in another series that was on BET. Um, and so I, I know he can act. But for some reason in this, it, it felt kind of off. Like when he wasn't pursuing her and he was just kind of being his character, it just felt weird for me. It felt a little awkward. But I do think that they have chemistry. And especially when he invited her to his backyard cinema. And uh, they were back there. He got mad comfortable putting his arm around her. He got mad comfortable really, really quick. But I like the two of them together. And I want to see them in a Christmas movie. I want to see them in a Christmas movie. Playing completely different characters. Maybe not in such a... Not serious, but in a more lighthearted storyline. Um, I love the fashions. Sky is gorgeous. She is a beautiful woman. And what they clothed her in, the colors, oh my goodness, beautiful with her skin tone, the makeup, her hair. It was just gorgeous. Her prom outfit was stunning. Stunning. And even the fact that they included R&B legend Shawnice. Oof. Y'all don't know. That woman is a legend. She can whistle with the best of them. I'm talking Mariah Carey high notes. Like, oh gosh. Man. All in all though, like I said, I thought this movie was cute. I appreciated the students. The part that tugged at my heartstrings the most was when Tobias's character, he went to the home of the student and found out that the student had to take care of his little sister. You find that a lot with certain uh, people who are in schools of, you know, what are they called? Inner city kids, whatever. You know, like they have to take like they people got fallen hard times and he has to take care of his little sister so he couldn't go to school. When that dude started crying in the arms of Tobias, woo, that was a heartfelt scene. Art in general is something that's really close to my heart my heart. I I I love it. I treasure it. Art of all forms. Visual, language, and performing. So whenever there's a premise where some school is being like the funding's being cut for the arts department or they don't recognize a certain form of art as important enough, I'm always going to root for that. That's always going to premise that I could get that I could get behind. And I. I yeah, I appreciated it. I was curious, though, the other woman, I believe her character's name is Tanya. Um, that was, they were high school best friends, but then Tanya was giving her a side eye and a frown. I thought that there was going to be some love triangle energy between the, between Tobias and her and Skye, but there wasn't. Um, she was just, she just had an attitude because she didn't think Skye was serious about staying at the school. Speaking of which, that conversation that they have where they reconcile with um, one another, the way that they did Tanya's hair with her twists up in a bun or a pony, like a top knot situation with some of it hanging, gorgeous. 
The makeup, the hair, and the wardrobe have been spot on in both movies. I'm just hoping we get a mahogany Christmas movie. They better. I just wanted to leave that pause for reflection. I really hope we get a Christmas movie from Mahogany. But as it stands, I give to her with love three and a half crowns. And I look forward to seeing where it falls in my overall Hallmark movies and mystery ranking. Uh, We have one more Hallmark movies and mystery movie starring James Denton and somebody else. Or is it not James Denton, but somebody else from that. Y'all know who I'm talking about. We have one more Hallmark Movies and Mystery movie coming out in October. And then we have two mysteries. Um, The mysteries I'm ranking separately because they are on a separate wavelength. The dramas are on a separate wavelength. And then the Hallmark Channel movies are on a separate wavelength. So right before Christmas, I'm going to give you um, my top 10 from Hallmark Channel because we would have had more than 30 at that point. And that would be an exhaustive ranking. Um, I'm going to give you my top 10 from Hallmark Channel, but rank the mysteries and home and the dramas for you um, in an episode right that we have right before Christmas. And I'm really excited to do that. It's it's super fun. That one, um, I'm going to give it to you both in podcast and in YouTube form because I again, I just have fun doing these doing these rankings and, and whatnot. And just telling you what my favorite movies were. So let me know your thoughts. What did you think of To Her With Love? Um, I I just, yeah, this, this movie was charming. My In, in conclusion, <laughs> as my last paragraph, paragraph, in conclusion, this movie was charming. Sky and Tobias had chemistry, but I think Tobias's character fell to the wayside a little bit for me. And, but not in a good way, unfortunately. I loved her parents. I, I cannot forget her. Her parents were fun. I enjoyed her parents. And even how Tobias and Sky first met and that it was some type of Saturday sale that they did. I, I enjoyed that. And it was a cute movie. It was really, really cute. I will say I did appreciate Unthinkably Good Things more. And I probably like that movie more. However... This movie, it's still solid, in my opinion. It's still solid. So I think it's worth your eyeballs, for sure. It's definitely worth your eyeballs. And it's not one that you have on in the background. Like, you need to watch her. Because you need to see her clothes. You need to see the students. You need to see Tobias. (laughs) You need to see Tobias and her together. And you need to see her dress at the end. So, this is definitely worth your eyeballs. With that, we are going to take our last micro break. And when we come back, you guys, we have voicemail. And I'm going to go into our weekend watching guide. So stay tuned. Hi, thank you very much. I just wanted to make a comment on dating the Delaney's. You said that you were disappointed about the grandmother uh, love story. And uh, 
I wanted to share my thoughts. What do you think if that was on purpose? Because you already have some turbulation with the main character's dating situation and ex-husband. Then the daughter is not in a good position, although she acted very, very wise, I believe, for her age. Like, no too much drama. But we were supposed to follow those two mm, kind of complicated plot situations. Maybe they didn't want us to be too distracted with the third one and they left the third dating more calm. Thank you very much. Bye, Nina. Hey, Nina. Thank you for your comment. So what I'll say to that is I, if they were going to do that on purpose, because in the synopsis, they mention how it's three generations of women. And so I'm thinking that we would see all the way through the movie, three generations of women. Whereas we only got grandma in the first 20 and then mom and daughter for the rest of the movie. And then she doesn't pop back up until the last five minutes. Now, if grandma was supposed to provide like the stability, the stable, the the relief or the reprieve from the drama of the mama and the daughter, then I think they should have included that. That was That's even more of a reason to include it, to kind of have like that calm point that you were mentioning, to kind of have that calm in the midst of the drama between the mama Delaney and daughter. So I, I think that they, or if, and, and if that wasn't their intent, then they shouldn't have advertised it as three generations at all. They should have just focused on the mom and the daughter and then the grandmom would have just been a bonus. Like we would have just, that would have just been extra icing on the cake. But because they were so intentional about saying that it's about three generations of women, much like unthinkably good things or the wedding veil, you're expecting to see each of those storylines play through. And so we only really got two storylines. And so that's why, that's kind of my, my, my thing on it is like, I almost felt cheated. You know, because we didn't really get that th- that third storyline at all. We just got two. And the third storyline from the grandma is the one that I was looking forward to the most. So, yeah. I hope that that makes it clear. But you do bring up a good point. But I I just, you know, I'm like, don't promise me a three generations if you're not going to deliver hashtag don't promise me fall notice how i didn't mention it in the merry-go-round review don't promise me fall but yet we're at the end of the summer festival hello (laughs) i quit i quit i'm putting in my two weeks notice i can't take this i can't take this toll on my autumnal emotions about how they're just toying it and just playing yo-yo and hopscotch and the xylophone with my autumnal emotions i just can't the only two autumnal movies we're getting is going to be in october with autumn in the city starring amy teagarden and pumpkin everything starring taylor cole and Corey sevier yeah i said it taylor cole and Corey Corey Sevier, if you're not familiar, he was in the road trip romance movie with Natalie Hall earlier this year. It was an abomination, to say the least. It was horrible. 
But I am that doesn't deter me from Corey one bit because I know what the homie is working with. He's been in numerous up TV movies. He's he would give me he's like the Andrew Walker of up TV in my opinion. Like he's he's up TV up and down in my opinion. So it's good to see him on Hallmark now. Um, hopefully we'll get a Christmas movie from him. But hope this is his road trip redemption. We're getting Natalie's road trip redemption next week. Y'all, I'm nervous. I know this is supposed to be the weekend watching guide for this weekend, but I'm nervous about next weekend's movie with Natalie. Because road trip romance was so awful, knowing that she's going to be in another movie, I'm like, okay, let's get it. Like, come on, Natalie. I know you can bring it. This, the premise for that movie seems so bonkers. Because it's called Fly Away With Me. And it's about her moving into an apartment building where they're not allowed they're not allowed to have pets. However, her next door neighbor has a dog. She keeps his secret. And much like a stray dog appears, a stray parrot appears and she's trying to find the owner. That's the movie. I'm just thinking, help, Holy Ghost. I don't know. They're going to have to do some snappy dialogue. There has to be some snappy banter in order for me to really care about this movie. Because if that's the case, I feel like we have another Marry Me in Yosemite on our hands. Oops. Well, there you have it. That's my thought on Marry Me in Yosemite. (laughs) All right, really quick. I did not like it. It was one of the most. Y'all know I love me some Tinkerbell hashtag Cindy Busby. But this movie was one of the most unnecessary movies my eyes have ever laid on i was incredibly disappointed this movie doesn't get any crowns no crowns have are detected for marrying me in yosemite love's portrait all day every day fly me to ireland immediately immediately i love the movie i would give it four crowns Maybe 4.5. I'll get 4. Okay, five, fine. No, 4.5, 4.5. But let's get into this weekend watching guide. So this Saturday, from Great American Family, we are getting this movie called This Little Love of Mine, starring two people who I don't know and don't remember their names. And then on Hallmark Channel, at the same time at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are getting Wedding of a Lifetime, starring Jonathan Bennett and Brooke Dorsey, which looks 50 shades of fun. It looks so funny. It looks like there's going to be some physical comedy from Jonathan. I can imagine some snappy dialogue from Brooke. I'm really looking forward to this. I feel like this is going to be the, the fresh air that I need. Um, and then on Sunday, we are getting from Up TV at 7 p.m., Love's Sweet Recipe. And then we are getting episode six of Chesapeake Shores, getting into that second half of the season at 8 p.m. And then 9 p.m. on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, we are getting Secrets of Bella Vista, starring Rochelle Lefevre from Mariah's Lighthouse and Niall Mater, who's no stranger to the Hallmark universe at all. And it's interesting. I said it's like Rip and Time meets Mariah's Lighthouse. <laughs> but if you guys aren't privy to the secrets of Bella Vista, what that is about 
it's um, apparently the Rochelle's character has a half sister that she didn't know about. And she's inherited either a plot of land or a house. And there's some treasure in it that she has to find. And I believe Niall plays her lawyer, if I'm not mistaken, if I get that right. So that's what I have for your weekend watching guide. Let me know your thoughts in general about Marry Me and Yosemite, Love's Portrait, Merry Go Round to Her in Love. How are you feeling about Hallmark Mahogany? How are you feeling leading up to Christmas? Just, just talk to me. There's a link in the show notes that'll take you to a page where you're able to leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts. And much like I played Nina's message here, I'm going to play your message here on the podcast and respond to it. And there's a Facebook page and an Instagram page. And we also have a book club. All of those links are in the show notes. But most importantly, if you're liking what you're hearing, be sure to rate and review. Whether on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, your rating and your review of the Dear Hallmark Podcast helps me out significantly. Not only does it help me out, though, it lets other people know because it does something to the algorithm. The algorithm algorithm loves to eat up some reviews and ratings. And so it lets other people know that there's other Hallmark content out there that they can consume outside of just Christmas, you know. So be sure to rate and review and subscribe to the YouTube channel because in the coming weeks, there are going to be some reviews that I do just for the YouTube channel. They won't be here on the podcast. So you want to make sure you subscribe to that, especially during the Christmas season, because we're getting movies thrown at us from left to right. And I'm not going to be reviewing them all on the podcast and all on YouTube. So you want to be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel for that as well. So with that, you guys, thank you so much for entrusting me with your time and spending time with me and just wanting to hear my thoughts about these movies and what's going on in our little Hallmark Cinematic Universe at large. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate your encouragement, your support, your engagement. And I look forward to talking with you guys next week to talk about wedding of a lifetime. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Ciao, my friends.